Welcome to the Sahaja Yoga Meditation Program. I'm Greta and with me is Peter on the panel. Peter is a Sahaja Yogi who has been practicing Sahaja Yoga for more than 25 years. And he will be taking us through a guided meditation a little later on in the program. Sahaja Yoga Meditation. Now Sahaja Yoga is the knowledge of the roots and science is the knowledge of the tree. If we are to know the tree properly and to claim that we know the, the tree, we will have to study the roots of that tree to understand how it obtains its uh, nourishment, how it uh, distributes that nourishment, what affects it, how to look after it, and ultimately, what is its aim and purpose. Now the roots of the tree, that is the human being, is a subtle system which comprises of seven chakras by three channels, giving us a total of 21 chakras and the channels they lie upon. Then there is the spirit, which is the reflection of God Almighty, who is the Father, and Kundalini, which is the reflection of the Holy Ghost, who is the Mother, and our attention. This whole system has to be enlightened, then only does it come into our attention, making us aware of it. Peter is now going to read a letter by uh, Her Holiness Sri Mataji on what is unreal and real. I'm explaining in this letter, she wrote, what is unreal. It should be read out to all and assimilated by all. Your name, village, country, horoscope, forecasts, many such things get attached to you and others attach them to you. Once the Brahmarandra, the top of the head, the Fontanelle Bonaria, the core of the Sahasrara Chakra, is closed. Many types of illusory ideas become part of your mind. Only that attention which progresses, renouncing all that is unreal, breaks all known and unknown bindings, becomes verily the self. Atma, the spirit, is never disturbed or destroyed. Only human attention in pursuit of desires leaves its inner path. This is Maya, the illusion. She has been intentionally created. Without her, the attention would never have developed. We should not be afraid of Maya and should recognize her so that she will illuminate your path. A cloud hides the sun and also makes it seen. In the same way, once the Maya is identified, she moves aside and the sun is seen. The sun is always there, but what is the purpose of the cloud? Because of the cloud, you have an urge to see the sun, which shines for a moment and again hides somewhere. It gives strength and courage to your sight to see the sun. Man has been created with such great efforts. Only one step on his feet and all is successful, but still it is not becoming possible. Hence I have come as your mother. Attention should be kept going deeper and deeper within. Forget the outside as much as possible. Have confidence that everything about it is taken care of. There are many instances to prove prove it, then in whatever you do, your attention remains in the oneness with the self. 
all bindings of sin and merit are snapped. Distinctions like worldly and non-worldly vanish because that wicked darkness which has created all the discriminations ends. Everything becomes auspicious in the light of the true knowledge, whether it is the destruction done by Sri Krishna or the cross of Sri Jesus. All this will not be understood by explaining. Just showing the path will not help. The path will be known only after walking on it. I am now going to read a couple of verses from the Tadnishkala by Sri Adi Shankaracharya. Um, it's, it's a poem, it's a prayer to Sri Shiva on spiritual liberation. Neither mind nor intellect, ego nor thought, nor the ears, nor the tongue, nor the nose, nor the eyes. Neither ether, nor earth, nor fire, nor wind. Eternal bliss and awareness am I. I am Shiva, I am Shiva. Nor the energy of life, nor the five vital breaths, nor the seven elements, nor the body's five sheets, neither organs of cleansing, nor speech, hands, nor feet. Eternal bliss and awareness am I. I'm Shiva, I'm Shiva. Shumadaji says, that's what you are. You are eternal bliss and awareness. In Sahaja Yoga, our aim is to ultimately become Shiva, the spirit. For now, we're going to go to the guided meditation, which Peter is going to take you through. And this meditation has been devised by Shumadaji and it's to awaken the kundalini energy within us and she is the one who gives us uh, knowledge of the subtle system and this way we become the self-realized soul for the meditation process all we need to do is just to sit comfortably either on the floor or on a chair just but just keep the back straight just keep the hands with the palm up on the lap. And all we need is just a, a sincere, honest inner desire for this meditation process to happen, to achieve inner silence. So during the meditation process, we're going to be put, placing the right hand on various of the energy centers within the body. So initially the right hand will go onto the heart, then onto the stomach on the left, on the lower stomach on the left, back up again to the upper stomach, onto the heart, onto the corner of the neck and the shoulder on the left hand side, across the forehead and then on the crown of the head. So to begin with we'll just take a couple of slow deep breaths to take our attention inside. Just close the eyes Take one or two slow, deep breaths. Keeping the left hand where it is on the, on the lap with the palm up, we place the right hand 
onto the heart, just on the left-hand side of the centre. And we address this energy, this kundalini energy, which is a feminine mothering energy within us. We address this energy and we say, Mother, am I the spirit? Or Mother, who am I? Am I these thoughts? Am I the mind, the body? Who am I? We now lower the right hand just to beneath the ribs on the stomach on the left hand side. And again we address this mothering energy within us and we ask the question, Mother, am I my own master? Am I my own teacher? down, just to the bottom of the stomach, just to near where the, the left hip is. Just press a little in this area. And at this centre here, this part of the body, we ask for knowledge. The knowledge of our inner self, of the spiritual aspect or the spiritual being within ourselves. So here we say, Mother, please give me the pure knowledge. Mother, please give me the pure knowledge. And from our desire to know ourselves, from to know the inner spiritual aspect of ourselves, the kundalini starts to move. So now we move the right hand up back to the upper part of the stomach on the left. And here we now affirm Mother, I am my own master. I am my own teacher. Affirm this several times. Place the right hand up onto the heart again, on the, just on the left. And here we affirm with full confidence, Mother, I am the Spirit, the essence of my being, beyond the mind, the body, the emotions, thoughts, intellect, beyond all of these things, is the spirit. So several times we affirm with full confidence, Mother, I am the spirit.
put the right hand up, just the corner of the neck and the shoulder on the left hand side. Just squeeze it a little bit. At this center here, feelings of guilt commonly block the awakening of this experience to the state of meditation. So here, we need to clear any feelings, inadequacies or feelings of guilt we have. So this center here, with full confidence we affirm, Mother, I am not guilty. I am the spirit, I am not guilty. Place the right hand just with the palm across the forehead. Just with the... Um, just squeeze a little bit at both sides of the temples. And just let, let the head drop down a little bit. Take the weight of the head onto the hand. And this center here, we need to let go and forgive. At this side, this center we affirm, Mother, I forgive everyone. From your heart, just let go without thinking of individual situation or, uh, or people. Mother, I forgive everyone. And I forgive myself. Now place the right hand on the back of the head, just out in the path, there's a bit of a lump at the back of the head, and just tilt the head back, just let it rest, the weight of the head rest on the hand. And at this center here we ask forgiveness for whatever we may have done, knowingly or unknowingly, against ourselves. So here we Ask, Mother, please forgive me for whatever I have done, knowingly or unknowingly, against myself. Then just stretch the, the fingers of the hand so the palm becomes very tight and uh, firm and place the palm of the hand onto the crown of the head, onto that spot at the top of the head that is soft when we were a baby. Press it down so there's a firm pressure and slowly rotate the hand so that the scalp moves with the hand. Rotate it clockwise very, very slowly. And as we're rotating the hand, within our own freedom, from our own desire, we ask, Mother, please give me my self-realization. Give me this connection to the whole that will give me the state of meditation. Just pray, pray and ask this several times as you're slowly massaging the hand at the crown of the head. 
Mother, please give me my self-realization. Please give me my connection to the all-pervading power. Give me the state of meditation. I just slowly raise the right hand up with the palm facings towards the, the top of the head. Raise it up, say 10, 15, 20 centimeters just away from the, the head. And just monitor what you feel on the hand above the top of the head. If you feel some energy coming from the top of the head up, upwards. Just move the hand a little bit left and right, front and back, just move it around that space to see what you feel. And just put the right hand down and just try the same with the left hand. Place the left hand above the top of the head, say 15, 20 centimeters above. And just keeping the attention at that spot where the hand is now, lightly focusing the attention with no effort. Just put the hand back on the lap. And we'll just sit for a minute or so in silence, in quiet in that thoughtless awareness state. Shimaraji referred to in the letter is the part of self-realization and as you would have been aware during the meditation we referred to the Sri Kundalini and we asked the Sri Kundalini uh, at various points on the various chakras to awaken uh, certain aspects it is the Kundalini who does all the work she is the divine mother mother and she is the one who enlightens this uh, subtle system and brings all of its um, knowledge into our attention. She brings the spirit, Shiva, the reflection of the Divine Father, the God Almighty, 
who is the eternal bliss and awareness into our attention, into our brain, our chakras and our channels. It is she who nourishes, cleanses, guides and makes available the knowledge that is hidden within the subtle system, which is the roots. So to know the roots is to know ourselves. To know ourselves means to know this subtle system. This is self-realization, this is the second birth. And it is what all the divine incarnations have said, no matter which culture or peoples they took their birth in. So, let us see what affects the subtle system and what we have to do. We now go to a talk by Sri Mataji on the subject of how to know where we are as far as God is concerned. How to know where you are <coughs> as far as God is concerned. That's the main thing, isn't it? You are here for that. To be one with God, to be union with His power, to be His instrument. And how our connections get loose, and how we can correct it, we should try to understand that. First of all, we must realize that we are not to think about it. If you start thinking too much about it, then you have seen that you do something funny, which you should not have done. Do not plan out too much about it also. Because in this country, if people start planning out, they'll get all the planning done. For example, they have to go for a walk. Then they must have proper shoes, they must have proper sticks, they must have this, they must have that, and they must have gloves, and they must have everything, and they never go out. They are so exhausted with the planning itself. In the same way, it happens with Sahaja Yoga. They didn't get it. Move forward. It pretty much happens the same way with Sahaja Yoga. I've seen that. Though I have told you not to plan it out. Not to think about it. Still you go on doing it. And that is how you get into problems, that by thinking you cannot correct yourself. What you can do is to know that you can put bandhans or you can give yourself a balance with your hands. You have to move your hands and not your brain. All right? Our brains are moving and hands and feet never move. And out of proportion our brains are moving. But our hands and feet do not move. This is the society which H.G. Wells had described, I can see it very clearly, that you have more brains than your deafness and the, your understanding. Your fingers are not so sensitive and the brain leads you to artificiality. So you are not to use your thinking for correcting your chakras. Now should I write it down in golden words? that you cannot think about it and sort it out. This is one thing people do not understand. 
Now we have got mantras for different chakras. Every chakra has got a mantra which you know. If you do not know, you should find out. Now, if one chakra is patchy, then you work on that chakra only and develop your mantra on that. For example, supposing you have to say something for your heart, then first of all you must ask for forgiveness from God. That means your attention has not been so much as it should have been on the Spirit. Or if you have done any mistakes, ask for forgiveness. You ask for forgiveness. Now, you ask for forgiveness from your heart. Even doing with hand can be artificial, you understand that. It could be just ritualistic, but from your heart. You, whatever you have to say, you say it from your heart. Ask for forgiveness from your heart. Not think about it. You see, this is the trouble is. If I say something, then you start thinking about it. And then you said that now I have to take out my attention from the center. And then you start taking out your attention. You cannot. With your brain you cannot take out your attention from anywhere, anywhere. It's only through your hands or movement of your hands or by saying mantras you bring in. Do you understand that point? Absolutely clear cut. Many people think that if they pay attention to something and pull their attention, you cannot. But what you can do is to, when you are saying the mantra, put your attention without thought to that particular chakra. So you master that chakra ultimately. The one which is a weakness can become your mastery. But if you think, then you are catching again the heart much more. You have known that by thinking you catch your right side in the sense that it starts overactive, it is that overactivated and left side gets frozen up, by which heart is catching. Your ego develops, which engulfs your heart. So the more you think about it, how to correct your ego, the worse you are. You fight it. So then we know that you have to give a balance, bring down your ego with your hand, with massages, you can bring it down, because in your hand it is flowing. Whether you are catching or not catching, it is flowing from your hand is there. The flow from your hand is there. You may not even receive from me, but there is flow already started. It's germinated. Little bit is always there. Use that to massage your head, bring down your ego. Then for heart also. Do not think about it, but give it. Or you put your hand towards it. Direct the vibrations, but don't think at that time. This is the important thing. If you are thinking and directing, it cannot be direct, because your attention is engulfed in the thinking process. Do you understand that point? And we hear the problem is people think too much and talk too much. I mean, they talk about everything. They know everything. Such a wasteful habit of thinking and then talking about it. Everybody is a monarch here because of ego. So now please tell your ego, you please keep shut. Now we know you too well. Try to push it back as much as you can, with force sometimes, bring it back like that. Try to bring it to its normal position. 
And you'll be amazed once it goes to its normal position. You'll feel very much lighter. So this is to be done with your hand. You can use oil to rub or on your body if you have to rub, you can use even powder or anything for having less friction. But it is through massage, through giving bandhans by taking it out or through limbu or you can use even an orange or something like that. Try to take out these vibrations through these mediums and not through thinking. Through thinking you cannot do it. Once you think you have no power over yourself, there's a barrier between you, the spirit and you. Because you are thinking through your ego. You must have noticed many a times when I tell you that this you should not have done. So you said, I know. You see, this is something I can't understand when you know that this should not have been done. Then why are you doing it? <laughs> now, which is that I which knows? Is your spirit. Or which is that is doing it against it? Is your ego. So, identification should be with spirit, and spirit does not think. It manifests. So you cannot sort it out through your thinking. It's all false and faulty life. Anything you do with thinking, it will be all faulty. Now why you people in this country have lost your deafness in the hands? For the same reason. If I ask a question, say, on, say, some art, People can tell me a lot about art, but if you tell them even to hold a brush in their hands, they cannot. In any art, any deafness or anything, they think. That's how the creativity, the spontaneity is finished, by thinking. And that's why you must have seen the people to those days who are producing art is also so horrible that within twenty years all these artistic pieces will die out. They will have no value. All these are produced in these. I see them every day in so-called modern art and all that. The real modern art can only be done by a person who has got his spirit manifesting, like Blake. The one whose spirit is not manifesting, whether he is a poet or whether he is an artist or anything, whatever he is doing is going to finish in no time, has no value, because it, has, it cannot give happiness to spirit. It can only give happiness outside. So do everything in silence, not thinking in thoughtless awareness. That's the main point here.
much you pamper your ego, you just see morning till evening. It's very simple to see in life. We try to be angry and in temper, or sometimes try to be very, very gentle and sometimes very, very uh, humble to look at, just to please that ego of ours, not to ourselves, the spirit. Now just fighting your spirit, you are not uh, fighting your ego, you are not going to achieve much, as I have told. Just do not accept its existence. It doesn't exist for you any longer. Does not exist. Ego is only existent in God because He does something. You do not do. That's why it's a myth. Your ego is a myth. You have no ego. It's a myth. You are carrying on with the myth. Now, ego in a man is nonsense. Ego in God is all sense. Now, when you are facing the photograph, just to check up yourself, humble down yourself. First of all, humble down. Like a person who wants to perfect oneself. Before the photograph, you humble down yourself and try to find out what's wrong with you. Best thing is to give yourself a bandhan. Don't think again. Humble down means try to bring down your attention to your heart. Humble down. Bring it down to your heart. Don't think. Now you put attention to the photograph without thinking and see for yourself what chakras are catching. One should not immediately jump into control, oh yes, I am catching for this, I am catching for that, I am catching for another person and all this nonsense is not needed. You need not take it to a rationality to judge it, why you are catching. That's not important for us. It is catching. All right. So do not go on a trip of thinking. I can ask, you need not. If you are checking other people, then it's all right, because you can tell them what is to be done. But then you find something now left is catching. So now you know that this is because of your guilt, whichever is built in your subconscious, you are catching on the left. It could be due to anything because you didn't have proper sense of morality. That's the basics. Left Vishuddhi is immoral. If you have been immoral, you get this. Basics. Then sisters' relationship. Then guilt that is built in the subconscious. If you become immoral, in the subconscious the guilt is built. Any such guilt can come as any other guilt. Like you see, the real guilt is due to something else, but people express it, it as something else, all right? So do not worry as to what guilt you have got. I never tell you what guilt you have got, if you remember it correctly. Never I tell you that you should say that uh, you have got this guilt. Many people tell me that I have got a guilt that uh, there is war in Vietnam or some sort of a nonsense. Or my forefathers went to Argentina and killed many Indians. All this is nonsense, you see. The guilt is a subconscious action, is what you call the conditioning in the left. When 
there is a, some sort of a immoral behavior that is done. Even you may not be knowing what is morality. See, if you do not know dharmas, might be something you are doing which you should not have done. So forget about it. Detach yourself. The one who has committed mistake is your ego, not you. You are pure because you are spirit. So don't condemn yourself for that. You are not to bother. For example, if there is defect in the instrument, there is no defect in the electricity. Electricity is pure. It is not carried out because there is defect in the instrument. So we have to correct the instrument. Now, if you think you are the electricity, you can correct it, but if you think you are the instrument, you can never correct it. Because again you go to your subconscious, try to find out, oh, what things I must have done. It could be from your previous lives also. It could be you might have caught it by saying something very filthy which you do not remember. So do not tax your mind. We are not psychoanalysts at all to find out psychologically what is wrong with this by asking questions and this and troubling yourself too much with ego. Psychologists only think of the left, but they don't know when you try to do that, you develop your ego. When you start thinking about it from where this has come, immediately you develop the ego of a person. And the person goes on to the ego trip, and which is even more dangerous than subconscious problem. Because people who have ego trouble the whole community, while those who are super-ego only trouble themselves. People with ego are much more dangerous and troublesome than the people with super-ego. So you just... First of all, see what is the matter with you. Now, left we should catch it. All right. So, that means you are the the Kundalini is not properly going through the left we should All right. Then you be attached to your spirit. Try to attach yourself to your spirit. Then you clear it out. I see like that. Supposing I am the spirit and you are the body. I see my spirit and I see your spirit. I'm not bothered what you have got. In the same way you see yourself in two ways, that you are the spirit and you are not the body or the mind or anything. So we have to clear it. They are paroksha, they are different, they are another. We have to correct it. As electricity is separated from this instrument, in the same way you are separated from your spirit. But this separateness must be understood in meditation. That's why meditation is necessary. For meditating, you should say that, Mother, make me the spirit. I am the spirit. Mother, I am the spirit. You start seeing through the eyes of the spirit everything. Then you do not feel bad. You laugh at yourself, make fun of yourself, and then you enjoy yourself, you live with yourself, you play with yourself, you joke with yourself, and the whole thing becomes a joke.
Ego and guilt are the two main obstacles preventing us from knowing the knowledge of the roots. And neither are conducive for facing ourselves nor of solving our problems. To nullify their effects, I'm going to take you through a meditation using mantras to clear the left Vishuddhi chakra and the right Agya chakra. Guilt blocks the left Vishuddhi chakra and ego blocks the right Agya chakra. <coughs> In the Kundalini awakening meditation that Peters took, it through, Peters took us through, he asked you to place your hand at the point where your shoulder and neck meet on the left hand side. So can you please place your hand at this point? So where your shoulder and neck meet on the left hand side, this is the place of the left Vishuddhi Chakra. And its presiding deity and guiding principle is Sri Vishnu Maya. Now, place your hand there and just sort of grip it, put some pressure on it and allow your attention to settle so that you are now aware of this part of your body. By placing the hand on the chakra, we nourish the chakra. And by saying the mantra for, this, for the chakra, we awaken the deity. And when deity is awakened on the chakra, then knowledge, the pure knowledge of that chakra becomes available to us. <clears throat> and it counter, uh, counteracts all the effects, all the negative effects from that chakra. So the chakra to, uh, the mantra to this chakra is Sri Vishnu Maya. So please listen to it as I chant it three times. Om Dwameva Sakshat Shri Vishnu Maya Sakshat Shri Adi Shakti Mataji Shri Nirmala Devi Namo Namaha Om Dwameva Sakshat Shri Vishnu Maya Sakshat Shri Adi Shakti Mataji Shri Nirmala Devi Namo Namaha Om Dwameva Sakshat Shri Vishnu Maya Sakshat Shri Adi Shakti Mataji Shri Nirmala Devi Namo Namaha Now to clear the right Agya Chakra which gets blocked by ego Take your right hand and place it, or should I say, take your left hand and place it on the left hand side of your head. So the, the left hemisphere of the brain is the right Agya Chakra. So place your hand there. Again, put your attention, let it settle. Be aware of this part of your body. And we will now say the mantra to Sri Buddha three times. Om Dwameva Sakshat Shri Buddha Sakshat 
श्री आदि शक्ति माता जी श्री निर्मला देवी नमो नमः ओम श्री Just let your attention settle. Now return it to the top of your head at the fontanelle where the, the spirit and the kundalini after uniting at the heart re-emit out of our body and connects us to the all-pervading power of God. And that's our yoga. And that is what Sahaja Yoga is, about giving us this awareness and realization of self. The Lord Buddha incarnated approximately 2,500 years ago to open the right Agya Chakra, and his divine brother incarnated at the same time to open the left Agya Chakra, and his name was Lord Mahavira. And then 500 years later, Lord Jesus Christ incarnated to open the center Agya Chakra. Sri Vishumaya uh, of the left Vishuddhi Chakra incarnated approximately 6,000 years ago, first as the daughter, the infant daughter of Sri Yashoda, and then later as Sri Draupadi. Throughout Earth's history, divinity has incarnated to lead us towards the ultimate goal, the Sahasrara Chakra, where we realize the existence of God. These are times of the last breakthrough of our evolutionary process that began as amoeba. It is a time in times of the final judgment, when our hands will speak to judge and correct ourselves. So the vib so vibrations, uh, Kundalini gives us vibratory awareness, and these vibrations we can feel on the palms of our hands and at the top of our head. It is a cool breeze. It should be a cool breeze. If it is warm, it means there's something wrong with the subtle system, and you should make it your business to find out what it is and to clear it out. The subtle system is the source of energy of all the major plexuses within the body and the central and sympathetic nervous systems. Correct the, the subtle system and you correct the problems, physical and psychosomatic. Today, at the time when we are transitioning or have transitioned from the 20th to the 21st century, we have a new incarnation to take us into the Sahasrara Chakra, the last chakra to be achieved the reason why this tree of human being was made. This divine incarnation is Her Holiness Shumataji Nirmala Devi. Her names are many. She is the foretold Buddhist Maitreya Buddha, the Ru of the Quran, the Sufi Khatun e Kiamat, the Goddess Sophia, the Jewish Shakina, the Celtic Goddess Bridget, the Chinese Goddess Kuan Yin, the Greek Goddess Athena, the Christian Holy Ghost, 
and the Indian Adi Shakti, the primordial mother, the love and all-pervading power of God Almighty. And Sahaja Yoga is her message. To reach for the stars, we need to first keep our feet on the ground, and to reach Sahasrara, we have to give up our ego and companion guilt. So that is our program for today. I hope you have enjoyed it and gained something from uh, this program of Sahaja Yoga Meditation. We'll see you again next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now. <laughs>